Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight is the first night of Step 11, which is passion. I'm Kelly Fox, and tonight is the introduction night, so that means that anything goes, and we're going to be talking all about passion and what it means and how we can get some more of it. So let me welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well. Thank you. I am so glad to hear that. (laughs) So, passion, Terry. What does passion mean to you? Well, passion is one of those interesting words that has a lot of different meanings and a a lot of different contexts. But I've been working um, with a cohort in one one of my networking groups with a, a book called... Um, Think and Grow Rich for Women, which I'm finding really very relevant to where I am at this point. I've read uh, Think and Grow Rich several times, the original book, which was written quite a while ago now. And this uh, version written by Sharon Lecter for, um, for Women takes the women's perspective and the women's point of view, which I, I'm really seeing that subtle difference and being able to relate to the um, to the chapter. So I've only, I've only read the first two chapters, but, I mean, that's where we are in the group. But one of the things that in Think and Grow Rich that it talks about is having uh, finding what your burning desire is, which I think burning desire and passion are synonymous. And really trying to find out what is that, what is that thing that gets you out of bed in the morning gets you to do the things that are out of your comfort zone that when somebody starts talking to you about it you can't stop talking about it you can't stop thinking about it thing that helps you to make your daily decisions in the present moment is having that burning desire or that passion so internalized that it becomes your your foundation for making decisions and so it's been interesting because through the process of reading the Think and Grow Rich book, and then I did a 10 minutes a, a workbook of Think and Grow Rich in 10 minutes a day, and now I'm reading this Think and Grow Rich for Women. So I've played around with this idea of what's my burning desire for probably four or five years. And mm-hmm. it's interesting that that this uh, this time around I've been able to kind of start with this really big idea, which is my overall intention for my life. And so it was very similar to love and to be loved. And then to take that down, uh, you know, to something more concrete that I could set some goals around so that the burning desire, I could practice it. So kind of like building an intention around your burning desire. And we've talked a lot about intentions um, on our podcast. So Mm -hmm. it was, I was, able to come up with and write my burning desire and 
then I put it on my mirror. I say it morning and night. I have it memorized now so that it's going to become pivotal in my decision-making processes during the day because I can hold up my thoughts, my words, and my actions to that burning desire. And are are they relevant? Is it is it something that is ethical? Is it something that I I really have a deep attachment to? And does it help me to take action? So so I've had it now for maybe maybe three weeks. <clears throat> this this clearly defined burning desire or passion, and mm-hmm. I'm still still taking it to the point of. I've taken some action and I'm more clear on the action steps that I can take because I looked at this burning desire and there's five ways that I can accomplish this burning desire because it's, it's like it's not just in one area of your life, right? It's an right. overarching burning desire. So I can look at it in my coaching. I can look at it in when I'm speaking because that's one of the things I really like to do is do workshops and when I'm speaking. I can uh, use it when I'm when I'm serving, because I, I have a, a, heart, a servant's heart, I can do it when I'm seeking, so seeking uh, inspiration, seeking connection to my higher power. And um, then I can take action in those areas. So that's kind of the five steps under my burning desire, which is uh, more explicit in how I want to love and be loved. I'm really thinking about it a lot. I'm I'm meditating about it. I'm I'm when I'm walking, taking my walk. I'm you know just kind of thinking about how how do I do that and what areas of my life does it already exist? And there are areas mm-hmm. in my life that it already exists that I that I that burning desire does influence every decision that I make. I mean, not a hundred percent because nobody's perfect, but I mean, it really does. Um, you know, influence and align with what I'm thinking, speaking, and saying. So I'm, I'm putting, I'm just really, I'm giving myself space to, to work through it and to really internalize it in the areas where I'm not taking action. You know, I'm hesitant. I'm still, uh, I still don't have the confidence. And so I'm still hesitating in, in some of the areas of my life. Because in Fearless Living, when we do this workshop live, we have nine areas of our life that we can utilize these steps, you know, in our, that we can utilize them because we have our lives are multi-leveled, you know, they're very um, complex. So when I think yeah. about the areas of my life where I'm not meeting those goals, it's that passion, that passion is there. Now, if it's a burning desire, it's a passion, and I can internalize that, then it can help me to do Ever do that in every area of my life, and that's what I'm really praying about and meditating about and thinking. You know, thinking about uh, is is taking those action steps in the areas of my life where I'm still building confidence, where I'm still empowering myself, where I'm still um, mm-hmm. maybe maybe pulling back into my comfort zone. So, mm-hmm. what are the actions I can mm-hmm. that will provide my comfort zone? So that's that's kind of right now at this moment in time, that's what I'm thinking about when I think about passion. Um, and that's a passion for growing, a passion for loving, mm-hmm. a passion for being the person that I want to be, created me to be. So that's, 
you know, that's uh, what I'm thinking now. That's where I am now in my life. When I'm thinking about my burning desire or my passion, my purpose, that's what uh, what's guiding me. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I mean, Rhonda talks about our purpose being our car and passion being the gas. So mm-hmm. passion passion does create movement. It creates action. Uh, we, we do something or we say something or we change something or we um, increase the time or the energy that we give something because we are passionate about it. And uh, I think that when you're when you were talking about a burning desire, I was trying to think what would that be in my life. <laughs> uh-huh, and yeah. I think at this point in my life, I don't necessarily feel that burning desire that that one thing that I wake up in the morning to do. Now I definitely have a morning routine, and some mornings I do it better than others. Mm-mm. But when you were saying that, I was thinking, okay, what could be the place where I'm putting my passion or I putting more passion could support me more, right? And I I am committed right now to doing something consistently, which is like my morning routine. That's my consistent thing that I do. Um, but not just writing my gratitudes and my acknowledgments and then doing whatever I want <laughs> and wasting time uh-huh. on my phone or whatever, but doing my acknowledgments and my gratitudes and then also doing some kind of spiritual study uh, that mm-hmm. that adding that in supports me even more. And so I'm being committed to doing that consistently, at least as consistent as I'm doing my acknowledgments, my gratitude. Yeah. And then my husband and I started this organization system called STEP. And today was my first day. So I can't tell you a whole lot about it yet. But uh, we're excited about it, or at least I am. I can only speak for myself. And Today, my job was to get my emails to zero. Now, I have five email accounts. So I focused on one account, and it's my main account, and it's the one I have the most emails in. I had just under 5,000 emails in my, in my email this morning when I started. I am at zero. Mm-mm. So you're gonna have to tell me I kept that. that yeah, I kept that commitment. And the you know, I my organizer came over, so I was super productive while she was here. And then the rest of the day kind of was my normal that I that I'm trying to get out of. And I could beat myself up and say, Oh, you only you know, we're on the ball for this amount of time, and then you fell off again. But I was on the ball for that amount of time. 
Right. And if I can focus on that, then that'll help me be on the ball maybe a little bit longer tomorrow. <laughs> sure, baby steps, right? Um, baby steps. Yeah. So I I have a tendency to get overwhelmed, and I have a tendency to just give up. It just feels like it's not possible, so why even try? And so to counteract that, I am focusing on all the things that I'm doing, and it doesn't have to be something I did all day long. It could be something I did up until four. (laughs) Um, So I, um, that's what I, I guess I'm passionate about right now. Um, I'm also um, passionate about um, just thinking of ways that I can, um, that I can shift my energy when I find myself in uh, a mood or just not where I want to be, how can I shift my energy? And um, that is something that I'm working on too. And I've been um, I've been practicing interacting with the kids more, um, and um, allowing them to help me shift my energy than trying to do it on my own. And um, and so that's been a lot of fun. And that's good. Um, you know, and just embracing what's going on in the present moment. And I think yeah. that. That has all helped me to allow myself to um, be out of my comfort zone and be excited about it. And that's really cool. I think that I think that sometimes we can get overwhelmed when we when we live out of our comfort zone a lot. And so it's okay to come back into your comfort zone and take a break. And sure. then, you know, charge forward once again. And it's okay yeah. to take tiny little steps out of your comfort zone consistently <laughs> and slowly grow and expand your comfort zone. You can do it however you want as long as you're yeah. continuing to be proactive every day. And yeah. so I think that, uh, that's kind of where where I am practicing putting my passion towards. And I think yeah. I remember we were we were doing an in person workshop, so obviously that was a few years ago. And um, one of the participants, I don't know if it was during this step. But during the workshop, she talked about how she used to love to paint. And she hadn't given herself permission to paint for the longest time. And it was something that she loved and that she was really good at. And it gave her a lot of satisfaction. And so she decided that day that she was going to start painting again. And I, I um, stayed in contact with her, of course, after the workshop, and I suggested a community on Facebook to her 
um, a community that is run by another coach, in um, another fly coach or fearless living coach, um, that's all focused around um, people in the arts and people who are creative and um, have a business around um, art and, and creativity and all of that kind of stuff. And she would post her p- pictures of her paintings in there. And I loved every single time she would post a painting because she was allowing herself energy, investment, time into something she was passionate about. Yeah. And and that that was just so exciting to see and to be able to witness on that level as well of being able to actually see her paintings. Um uh, that's awesome. And and stuff. So, you know, I really want our our listeners to think when they're thinking about passion and we're starting this this step of passion this month is, you know, is there something in your past that you used to do that you loved, that brought you joy, that got you excited? Um, you know, for me when I was little, I loved doing plays. Um, that was something that I loved to do. And if I still lived in my hometown, I probably would still be doing plays. Um, but I haven't gotten into the theater scene here in in Fresno. And so, you know, is that something that I want to put passion into? Um, or have my, pas- have my passions changed, right? So thinking about those things that you used to love as a kid that you don't give yourself permission or you don't allow time for or you say, oh, that hobby was too expensive or whatever it was, look at that and say, you know, would it bring me joy? Would would it create uh, an amazing energy to flow within my life if I allowed this to come back in? Because like you were saying, Terry, about having passion in multiple areas of your life, having that burning desire flow into multiple areas of your life, when you allow yourself to be passionate about those things that bring you joy and you're passionate about, it brings passion into other areas of your life. And it makes other areas of your your life more joyful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, I just listening to you talk about you know just about the different different ways that we can experience uh, a burning desire or passion you know that that really brings us joy because that's what uh, that's what fills my soul is when I have that inner joy and um, so I was thinking something that I I really have a passion for but I have it's that it's that point when you take an take action right like I absolutely yeah. love walking walking in the morning and I mean I just it's I love it and it just feels feels so good I love being outside it's cool and uh yet I have to I don't have to but if I choose to wake up at five o'clock and do my part of my morning routine and get ready and get out of the door by five thirty then the past that you know so it's that action of taking doing those steps to get there i'm not passionate about waking up at five o'clock in the morning 
but <laughs> I am passionate no? when I walk out the door. Mm-hmm. When I walk out the door and I that cool air hits because it's really hot, you know, so that, that cool air hits my face and I start moving and, you know, just the energy of walking and, and uh, I listen to, listen to books while I'm walking and I have a great passion for learning. I mean, have a huge passion for learning and reading is one of the ways that I learn and, you know, new things, new ideas, um, an author that I really like their style so I can, you know, I incorporate part of that into my own writing and my own speaking style, just listening to language. I have a great passion for that. And so I, I can keep that up as long as I take the action of getting out of bed in the morning. That means getting to bed on time at night so that I get enough sleep to get out of bed in the morning. And, and so there's a, like you were talking about, there's, you can have these burning desires and you can have these passions, but if you don't take the action that it takes to be engaged in them, then you don't have the joy. So it's, right. uh, it's, it's interesting, you know, because there's no forward movement without that decision to act. And sometimes that decision to act is what's out of your comfort zone. It's, uh, it takes, mm-hmm. it takes courage. It takes, it takes commitment. It takes those, takes work, you know, the work of being committed, the work of taking the courage, the work of making the decision. It's just, you know, there's, so there's that component of passion uh, that it takes effort. It takes action. It doesn't mean that action is, is something that's not pleasant. It just means you, the action is required to, to live in that landscape of passion. Like I have a passion mm-hmm. for working with working with the homeless. I mean, you start talking about it, and that's all I, I can talk about it for hours. And I have a great yeah. passion for that because it's tied to my commitment to to God. So it's a spiritual passion that I have. I feel like I'm doing God's work, and that's really important to me. And uh, but it still takes the action. You know, the action of of talking to the people, going to the meetings, advocating, 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 asking for what, you know, what we need to give them the barest of resources. And, and so it's, again, I could have that passion and do nothing. So it's really passion coupled with action and movement. And if the passion is, is your burning desire, that's going to, that's going to help you to move. But they they almost have to be absolutely tied together, you know, simultaneously happening at the same time. Yeah. Got to, it's got to motivate, it's got to, you got to be passionate enough to do something about it. I mean, there's a lot of yeah, people who are passionate passion. about politics, right? Yeah, they're passionate about passion. politics. They're passionate about religion. They're passionate about the homeless or um, situations going on in their community or situations going on in the world. And they'll sit there and they'll talk to you about it all day, but they don't do anything about it. Right. Right. So, so, is so it really are a they passion? really, right. Is it really a passion? It becomes a passion or I guess a passion, your passion turns into purpose when it moves you. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it's interesting. And, huh? um, yeah, and so 
I can be I can be passionate about a lot of things, but if it doesn't move me to action, you know. Well, it's I think not, Rhonda, it's going to die out, a, right? It's going to die well, out. Well, it's a wish. It's a wish or a dream. You know, it's not a it's not really a passion because passion would help you. You know, would move you to to do something. But I just wish things right. were different. Or a lot of people that say they're passionate about things, all they do is complain about them. It's all lip service, you know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think. I think we're getting more clarity on what the difference is. And, you know, I'm just, I want to keep working at this and, and I have a passion to understand how it works and how Mm -hmm. I can take that burning desire and have it be, I feel like it's my purpose, you know, and I, and I do take action, but I want to take more mindful, purposeful action that I can, um, you know, reach my goals. Through, through my intentions, mm-hmm. you know, it can always improve, always. Yeah, absolutely. You can always go deeper. You can always go deeper into your, you know, into your true self and and face face the actions you to take with courage, you know, with courage because it's your it's your purpose and your passion. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think if you truly are passionate about something, you're going to do something about it. And it could be small things, and it could be shifts of sure. thought. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, going out and and cooking dinner for 100 homeless people. It can be small steps in that direction. Um, if that's what you're passionate about. And so it doesn't have to be a huge thing, but you're taking some kind of action. You're taking yeah. your, your, it's affecting the way you think, the way you speak, the way, the things you do, who you are. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's changing you. And I yeah. think that this month of passion we can all think more on what is it that that fuels us? What is it that, and maybe it is a dream of something different. And so what can we do to step towards that different life or that different person that we want to be? How, what, are, what are some tiny steps that we can take that will move us? towards that. Yeah. That is my challenge for this month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for myself as well. I will be taking on this challenge. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um last words, Terry, we are down into our final minutes. Yeah, I think again, I'm just going to talk about acknowledgments, you know, because when you acknowledge the things that you've done, the steps that you've taken, and if you're looking at whether or not you're aligning with your passion, that's a great way to hold yourself accountable and and acknowledge yourself that you have done those things. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I mean, I get up at five o'clock by three o'clock, I'm ready to go to bed. I mean, you know, I mean, I've been, I've been working a whole day, right? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so it's okay. By four, four o'clock, I'm usually sitting down 
you know, and, and just doing nothing because I've, I've done a lot, but sometimes I think, oh, I should get up and go do more. And it's just, again, it's being able to say, I've, I acknowledge myself for what I've done, acknowledge myself, and now give myself some space to rest. Yeah, definitely. Take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thank you for being here and having this conversation with me. I definitely feel like I have grown. I hope the listeners have as well. We want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you'd like to know more about Fearless Living, please go check it out at fearlessliving.org. You can find everything Terry and I, Fearless Generations, at fearlessgenerations.org. And we always have workshops going on, and we would love to have you there with us. Go check them out on the website under virtual events. And if you want to see us on social media, we are on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook as Fearless Generations, and we would love to hear from you. You can also drop us a line um, with a direct message, and we would love to chat with you personally if that's how you would rather uh, talk. So I thank you, Terry. I thank you, listeners. Please come back and be with us next week as we continue the conversation about passion. And (laughs) until then, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.